baby Jehovah. It is time for another episode of The Cultured Guitarist. My name, me, is Al. And with me as ever is, can you please stop with the damn nicknames, Casper? You know, man, I'm just saying. Uh, this may be the marker mm. that just allows us to move past the nickname game. No. It's a, it's a milestone. It's tradition. I know, but to, to carry a tradition for a full oh. year and then to retire said tradition would be fine. It'd be the mark of a coward. I've had that's the same nickname. No. Yes, that's a very similar that's... to nicknames for me for a while. You know what? I there's, expect there's more out of be, you. Okay, listen. If this is going to continue, there's going the traveling through the desert of nicknames. There's going to be some some dry moments, and then there's going to be an oasis, a fountain of inspiration. When might and, we expect that? Well, I don't know. I've been feeling a little derailed since last week when you kneecapped me talking <laughs> I, to Andrew. I totally did. <laughs> <laughs> this is all on you, man. That was fantastic, by the way. That's I was like, that, oh, yeah, by the way, I have some, some control here. <laughs> <laughs> you killed me. It I don't was even great. think I came up with a nickname. No, for, it was fine. That know, was great, though. Myself. Cause I was... guess I should probably accept that and be okay with it because... <laughs> Yeah, I've had my fun now. You yeah. may continue with your terrible nicknames. Killed my mojo, man. <laughs> Fantastic. Was it the second Austin Powers where he's like he has to rehunt down his mojo? Yeah, yeah. I think it's, so. My mojo. Oh, don't do that. I know. That was a. Uh, that was a very was sparkly a Chris Seppala level. <laughs> yeah. Accent. <laughs> Shout out to our friend Sparkles. Can't do accents to save her life, but we love her anyway. Yep. Here's my impression. You ready? I'm going to give a genuine impression of her doing oh. a British accent. Can I take my headphones off? You can. Yeah, <laughs> if you need to. Good blimey, governor. That's pretty close. That was, yeah. yeah. It's really hard to do them bad. Like, when you it's, understand it, it's really hard <laughs> yeah, to do it wrong. Anyways. It's one of those accents where it's like, I didn't know you could be racist while doing a British accent. Yeah, it totally, but... like, botching it completely. <laughs> oh. I work with, the, or worked in my... Uh, previous position with a with an english lady named kim she was just a blast use all kinds of like nicknames that mm. are or not nicknames but like call me names that i know are like unkind <laughs> but you don't understand what my, they mean my wife's family's all british and they have some interesting terms and mm. yeah. the fellow i recorded my album with bob one of my yep. best friends he's he's british as well but He's far too kind to use the really colorful <laughs> <laughs> nicknames that the British have. Anyway, let's should we, should we kick into it, man? It's yeah, a man. milestone. It is. You this is a special it. one. Yeah. I did a little allude to it a little bit. It's a year. This is episode fifty-two, man. Yeah, one whole year of culture guitarist episodes. That's crazy. It feels like it's been forever and not forever. Not forever time. at the same time. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it doesn't feel like a year. It's kind of. But then when you cross, yeah. when you look at all the stuff we've done and all the episodes we've done and all the people we've talked to and all the gear we've talked about, and it's like, man, like, I can't believe some of these early episodes were so long ago. Yeah, but. and, like, there was, you know, we, we started recording the show, really started recording the show, like, we're being truthful here. We started in spring of last year. Oh, yeah. But then we, the, the first episode, I think, that we released... Like our very first number one episode, Hey Mr. Trevor, I believe that was recorded in September of 2020. It was in summer, I thought. It was, no. in, it was summer and fall was, of se- last year. We released we did, it in September did, as a soft uh, release. We started this with another fellow originally, mm-hmm. and that didn't work out, and he moved away. Yeah. 
And we had like nine or ten episodes pre-recorded. Kind of in the can, yeah. And then we we canned them all. Um, started over, just mm-hmm. you and I. Right. And then we did four episodes that we pre-recorded. So when we launched the show, there was a bit of a, like, if you like it, there's some meat to hang on to. There's yeah. some, some back catalog. And then we had a bit of a distribution error and a falling out with uh, another guy there. Yep. And that kicked us back. We were off. No. Air. We were off air for like a couple weeks or something, weren't we? Or we over Christmas? I don't. Were we? Oh well, yeah, maybe. I guess before we were. Christmas, we launched. Uh, like sometime in fall, we were. I think we were off for. It was December the second. We we officially, like, kicked off episode five, and at that moment, at that episode five timeline i was uh taking care of all the distribution here yeah studio so well i think we started we we launched the show for the first time in october that might have been yeah the soft launch yeah we kind of had an issue with the other guy then we were off for a month and brought it back in november um right before we yeah it was december was the december 2nd i remember uh, yeah that was the first new episode we recorded yeah but like episodes one, two, three, and four, looks like we uploaded them all like 26th, 27th, 28th, and 29th of November. <laughs> yeah, that's because I was reloading yeah, them all at reloading. that time. Yeah. yeah. So December 3rd was when we, we relaunched the show, and we've been on ever since. Yep. Wow. Well, we did have a little COVID break. Right. Yeah, COVID hit, and we were off for two or it was three two, weeks. It was two weeks. Yeah. Because we're right now just two weeks up leading up to the third or fourth, right? Yes. Because as of today, good listeners, it is the 19th of November. Crazy. What a wild year. Crazy What year. a weird year yeah. to do anything in. 2020. Yeah, to do anything in. But like, just to think about where we started this and what the kind of idea was, just to kind of, you know, yeah. have, have the, the the BS sessions and, and all this <laughs> stuff. And then... <laughs> Man, some of the the folks we've talked to, and yeah, it's been crazy. Well, let, what have you been up to this week? I was just say before Dan yeah, calls us up and is like, "Hey, you can just feel the ghost, <laughs> yeah. not the ghost, but the spirit of Dan <laughs> Presencer over my shoulder." No, I know it already hit me about four minutes ago. When we're <laughs> yeah, we're doing the show wrong. We're doing it wrong. Um, yeah, man, this week has not been a terribly musical one um, for anything you know acquisition wise or anything like that. But um, been playing more guitar. I actually took. A guitar to work uh, yesterday because I'm just feeling the the doldrums of winter starting to take me, um, and and so it's just been wanting to play more. Yeah. Um, I did revamp the studio again because the feng shui was off. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like this arrangement. I need a chair for myself because this is killing my back. But this, I like this arrangement a yeah. lot. It definitely flows a lot better in and mm. out of the room. And I like that we have a shared desk thing going on yeah. now. This is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that you took all your extra pedals and stuck them to the side of the carpet-covered PVPA speakers. <laughs> a little I, weird. Come on, man. When I, when I when the first one went clunk and like stuck to it, and it was actually <laughs> stuck to the top of that one, I'm like, oh, nice. Now you I have what, pedal storage on this side. You know what this reminds me of? What? Do you remember like video and arcade top 10 or like any 90s TV show? Okay. And like they had the splashy graphic art. Like, sure. Every, every, everything was that kind of style. Yeah. It's like a guitar pedal version of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you notice how none of them are lined up? No, I know. They're all kind of at weird angles and. 
<laughs> totally on purpose. I like it. Yeah. And I, I even I, I even gave you Yeah, no, I even gave you like the ones that you particularly love most, like that uh that boss f- dual foot switch. Yeah, thanks. I'm a You're huge wel- fan of that. You're welcome. <laughs> Nothing I love more than bosses oversized accessory foot switches. Oh, that one's right here. Just <laughs> the yeah. <laughs> I, I gave you the, the, the FS6 or whatever that thing is. The FS6. You got the FS7. Yeah, why is that thing so huge? I don't know. It, like, it's um, to make it modular so you can connect more than one together. I guess they had to make it that way. Huge? No. Well, it, you know what? You, know, you, you should appreciate this more so because your feet <sighs> could not hit both of these switches at the same time. I have, unfortunately, large feet. I think I could, but... Well, you know what I mean, though. Like, this is designed for guys with big feet. That's true. Or players with big feet. I don't know, probably ladies don't likely have big feet like you, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's you should appreciate that pedal a lot more than you do. I don't have I any appreciation for that <laughs> pedal at all. Stupid. Just saying. Anyways. Um, what else is going on for me this week? I did uh, have been playing a little bit more guitar, and I think I've come to... Uh, a sad realization that my 60s pan made, well, Aria. It's an Aria, yeah. yeah. So it's an Aria-built, uh, Matsumuko-built guitar um, from sometime in the late 60s, probably. <laughs> That's about as close as yeah. we can get to any approximation of its age. But uh, I think the electronics are starting to go, um, albeit it is an old guitar. Uh, it was yeah. not a high-end guitar. It was more of a student model type of guitar in, the, in its day. But I think it's starting to fail. Um, you know, it needs new tuners. It's there's things wrong with it. Um, so uh, I think just I, I think I'm gonna uh, kind of pr- take it off the proverbial road for the winter. Um, strip it down. Uh, I'm probably gonna send the pickups and electronics and all the wiring and stuff out to, to somebody to see if we can have maybe new yeah. new pickups remade for it think, or rewound or something. Yeah, addressed. I, would, I would see if you like those pickups. They're a little hot, to be honest. Uh, I would like something a little more subdued, okay. but I but I like I want them to look and, yeah. and fit the aesthetic I think, of the guitar. I think whether them. you buy new pickups that fit those slots or get those ones rewound, you're going to have to send those pickups out either way. Exactly, and and I'm uh, and I've resolved yeah. that in my the wire loom. It just needs to be replaced. Right, just, so yeah. it's going to be have the pickups repaired or rewound or 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 remade. Um, better or you know to more of a spec that i enjoy playing because that Mm. it's a great guitar if you really want to honk on it (laughs) because they're pretty hot (laughs) i love i love the tone i mean i I had one that was very similar but a little more kind of yeah i love that guitar but it was i was kind of in the same boat where it was like i need to do some i neither need to commit and do like a bunch of stuff to this thing to really get it to where it needs to be so i can play it all the time yeah or i need to let somebody enjoy this just as it is, and I need to get into something that does what I want this to be. And so I've kind of chose the latter route where I'm... Well, and, and you did, I mean, you did sell that guitar too, right? And it, yeah. it wasn't quite as complete as this one? Not quite. Uh, no, it was missing the bar. Um, right, so that, that like... The trim bar. The that trim bar is like kind of the thing that really makes this guitar look <laughs> the way it does. This huge, big stylized yeah, trim bar. I, I mean, mine, I was lucky. Mine had good tuners. The tuners are mm. still really good on mine. Yeah, but no, this one, the, the the G tuner is toast. Yeah. You back it off and it goes like a whole three-quarter turn. But we both had, other than that, we both had the same problem where like the frets need to be redone, the nut needs to be redone. 
Yeah, the the nut on this definitely needs to be. It's not original. It doesn't yeah. fit. But I uh, see, and I think before I would do the nut job on that thing, I would get the frets done as well. Well, so I'm gonna like, talk to our friend Robbie Short and see, you know, see yeah. if he'll he'll take the the bones uh, for the winter and and have a look at it at least, and then I'll send, like say, send the electronics. Uh, you know, maybe I'll talk to Jared or or somebody, you know, Brandon from Brandon Wild, and see if we can get them. Right. Get something happening just because I really want, I really love playing this guitar. I love the feel of this guitar. I love the way it hangs around my neck. I love the way it looks. Um, It really is. It's that. It's that was uh, the bulk of our theme song was recorded with that thing. Yeah. That's right. So I'm really a fan of this machine. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. uh, Did I do the rhythm work with the SG or the lead work with the SG? Because it was one or the other. Honestly, man, I think the whole thing got redone on that. Yeah, it might have been. I I don't remember. Anymore. I don't remember. I know the lead work was all done with this. Okay, but uh, I can't remember if we yeah, because the... there's some like you can hear some feedback from the body. Yeah, yeah. I think the rhythm, some of the rhythm might be the SG still, Maybe. but uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all good. Yeah, um, I think that's a cool. They're cool guitars, and they deserve their respect and to be. Yeah, I. I just had so many other things going on. I just didn't want to do it with mine. But I'm I'm looking forward to yours having it all done and having that thing yeah. top notch and like the fullest of potential. Yeah, could be. and I and I think that kind of spills over into the aria that I put together, the the Thor sound. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like playing this guitar, and I like the the way that the pickups are selectable from kind of a you know series parallel perspective. Uh, it's got T- a TS three hundred. That's right. Um, and I and I would like to have. Um, the solid tone that that guitar creates. Like, it really plays well. It's heavy as all sin. Like, it's a heavy guitar. Everything in the late 70s, yeah. you know? <laughs> I, I put it on today and was like, oh, God, my neck, man. Like, it was just... Yeah, you know, we should hunt you down a nice, like, five or six-inch wide strap. Yeah. That really makes a difference. I had a double neck, uh, SG double neck. Right. And uh, putting a wide strap on that really, really helped out a lot. Yeah, man. So, um, I'm looking forward to the the hollow body pan being being as reliable as the as the TS300 has become. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. How about you? Oh man, been a really good. You know week what, for man? Me. I actually almost forgot about everything that I was kind of <laughs> up to this week, and I really I did live a little bit vicariously through you and your musical week because it was kind of a I, it was an intense week. It was. I'm still a little bit speechless. I did mm. not, I didn't handle the situation poorly at the time. I just didn't, I wished I would have handled it better. I would have been a little bit more articulate uh, and wordy about how I handled it. But uh, our buddy Trevor Cronbauer, who um, is working in a mine <laughs> in northern British Columbia, Canada, um, he, he's taken a job. Yeah. So when he does his, it's like he's working two weeks on, two weeks off. And so he's been a bit of a, a much rarer bird than he used to be <laughs> up until a year ago. He's been a bit of an enigma, to be honest. Yeah, like it's, it's been really hard to reach him. <laughs> um, you know, he hasn't, he's still doing guitars and stuff, yeah. obviously, but you know, he, he and his partner just wanted something that was stable all the time. And then the guitar thing, cause Trevor wants to shift his focus with acoustic building to like, Far fewer builds, yeah, and taking his guitars from being like, you know, the level of boutique that he's already at, which is bananas, but yeah, 
And being one of those guys that like puts out four guitars a year and costs like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he but, wants and, to, and rightly so. Like, yeah, the guitars that he builds, um, in my opinion, They're, are worth far more than he charges. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. But I, he, so he, for him, it's the pursuit of the art and the perfection of yeah. it. And he, and this job allows him to put food on the table while doing so. Yeah, so yeah. he doesn't have to like sell. 40 to 50 guitars minimum a year to, to stay afloat. And yep. That's cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where he goes with that. Um, but on that note, uh, so it's been a while since I talked to Trevor. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously, you know, our first episode, since we're reviewing our year. Yeah. Our first episode was talking about a lot about Trevor Cronbauer. Yeah. Um, who we still haven't been able to get on the show yet. because And largely because, because he's of this away. mine yeah. Yeah, yeah. job. Um. So it's it's kind of ironic in a way that a year from now was or a year ago was talking about Trevor and now it's me talking about Trevor again where he he made contact and said he had something for me and I was like oh man did he somehow secretly finish my custom yeah. acoustic that he's been building for two years now yeah um and uh, no <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's uh, on on that front then the news there is uh, so he closed his workshop. And was working out of his home because yeah. of the the mine job, um, and he's just not enjoying working out of his house. It's too cramped a space, so he's just put everything on hold, including my custom build, yeah. until him and his partner have uh, sold their house and found a suitable a suitable workshop yeah. and, and new house for them. And so that's cool. And I guess Trevor felt bad that my build was taking so long, um, which. No big deal, you know. It's a custom acoustic. It's going to take some time. Yeah, right? I mean, to be honest, I mean, my guitar was a year. Yeah, you know, and that was in full swing with another employee. <laughs> right. like, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, these things take time. I think most uh, most custom shops that I know of have like a sixteen month to three year wait yeah. going and, on. And I would not trade any of those days in anticipation and all the things up to that year. For any shortcuts, like no. any, you know, to make it yeah. faster or make it, I wouldn't try. I mean, I'm desperately eager to get my paws oh, on, on my dear Jupiter when she's ready, but that's just because I'm in love with where it is already and I can't wait to play it. But yeah. Trevor felt bad. Um, and uh, he decided to give me this blows my mind. Uh, <laughs> My mind too, man. So he gave me his personal guitar. Like, gave. Yeah. Um, And it's the 58th Kronbauer ever built. Very early. Very like early. 15 years old. Yep. Uh, I think, yeah, you you found the date inside, didn't you? Yeah, the you? date's yeah. inside, 05. 2005, so yeah, 15 years old. He's been gigging and booting this thing around for 15 years. So it's got a lot of wear and tear and yeah. putting stuff on it, but... It's a Kronbauer guitar. It's a, <laughs> um, and he it, just, it, it's kind of a rare bird in its own right. Because, it's a very rare bird. Yeah, um, not not because it's you know number fifty eight and it's a very early model and all that, but he doesn't typically build guitars specced the way that one is. No, I've only ever seen one other one, and it never got finished. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's it's not really an acoustic. It's an acoustic size. It's it's a jazz box essentially. Yeah, it's a jazz it's, box, F hole jazz box. Yeah, it's got two F holes, no sound hole, uh, no cutaway, yep. a neck 
pickup mounted uh, yeah, off the neck. I think it's kind of. Is that a like a mini humbucker or something? On yeah, the neck? I'm not sure what it is exactly. It's like a little. Looks like a little mini humbucker. But it is like a. It mounts to the side of the neck. Yeah, the floating. It's neck. floating off the neck, and it's like got a, a floating pick guard. Yep. And uh, that's the only one like that. Yep. He's, he hasn't. He. It was like he prototyped the design with that. And then he started building another one that he... I think it was a smaller body, though. Uh, he gave me that body, actually. He w- I was going to do... I don't remember what I was going to do with it. It was for a fundraising thing, but I never. it never ended up happening. So I've got that other body. It's, it's actually bigger. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a more like a... It's the one you stood on. You literally... I did. He was like, hey, <laughs> man, look at this. He, he actually did. He's like, no, really, look at... This is even... I think the reason it didn't get finished because somehow the wood didn't... Something Didn't wasn't, plane out properly and it was yeah. really thin or however it got sanded or something. I can't he remember. Was, there he, was there a was some little detail that, that no one will ever find. That he didn't like. Yeah. And, yeah, and he's like, but even even this, he's like, look at this. He's like, here, stand on that. And I'm a big guy, man. Like for... Yeah. I mean, I'm a, you know... I'm so. north of 250, and <laughs> it didn't even crinkle under yeah, me. Yeah, so I've got that body. Yeah. Um, I gave it to my my father-in-law, actually, because he had, he's, my father-in-law's a real skilled woodworking guy. Okay. And he wanted to try his hand at making an acoustic, and I was like, well, here's a, you know, body from what would have been a $5,000 acoustic. Yeah. Um, finish it off. And so I think that he's going to finish it off eventually. Oh, cool. Um. And make himself a guitar. Not that he plays, but he might learn. I don't know. Yeah. But he, he'll. It's a project for him, and uh, so that's the only two in existence, as far as I know. Um, so yeah, I've got this rare Kronbauer prototype guitar um, that Trevor gave me as a gift, which is just mind blowing to me. Yeah. It's mind blowing to me because he could have sold that for a lot of money. Yep. He wouldn't because he's an insane perfectionist. And yep. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I think. Um, he had, uh, more than a year ago now, he had kind of tossed around the idea. Uh, it would have been like spring last year of selling that guitar. And um, I think I had a friend, another friend that was looking for a guitar. And he's like, oh, maybe I'll sell this one. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to give that to my friend. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's mine. Uh, that's Thank mine. you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been down this road before. And I know that I'm just going to keep that one. And and the price he was asking was ludicrously just, I low. Know, I, I just know. wanted well, to same, slap same, like, We've had a couple of friends that yep. like we've helped buy some of Trevor's quote unquote B stock. Like, and he always sells it for stupidly low prices. Like the kind, okay, I don't want to. I don't want to promise prices on behalf of Trevor. No, you can't. And I don't want to quote these exact prices because they're all kind of different. But let's just say when Trevor finds a flaw in his guitar, in his mind, there's two options. Destroy it and build a customer a new one. Which? Mm. Or if it's not for a specific customer, blow it out for a ridiculous deal and build a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, but he only ever does that to people that he, I think he, that he knows. Yeah, and it's kind of like a under the it's a under real, the radar it's thing. It's a very rare event, too. and that you know, yeah. to somebody that is likely going to keep the guitar for their lifetime. Yeah, um, you know, to but get into blow, something. But he that, blew blew these two out. The two I'm thinking of yeah, that I, I know what we're to. talking about. Like yeah. he blew these things out for like that's the price people pay for like a 200 series Taylor guitar. Like it's not that much money. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just. Peanuts in the grand. I mean, it's certainly not the four thousand dollar U.S. starting price of a basic Kronbauer guitar, right? Um, and yeah, I mean, I know the one guitar that uh, the Coca Bolo one we're both thinking of. 
that one he was bound and determined to like destroy until was i was like you were crusher. not doing that he was gonna put it in a crusher <laughs> yeah. i was like I, had i been there man i would have i know you just said the same thing yeah. i did it was just like no trevor you're not i like it was both of these guitars it was like, and the owner of that guitar is <laughs> absolutely in love with it yeah and 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 rightly so it is probably one of the best oh, sounding guitars guitar. I, yeah. I have ever so, heard so i would oh, I, I can't even imagine somebody just but that's what makes Trevor's guitar so great is that he's that level of yep. perfectness. So, yeah, he he gave me His this own. guitar, and at the time I just was I was so flabbergasted. I I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I I thanked him, but it wasn't a really like profuse over the top thing. It was just like, oh, thanks, man. And like ten minute socially distant meeting, and yep. then away we both went. <laughs> It's just, it was only like two days later that I came down enough to be like, I got to write a really nice thank you post. <laughs> yeah. So when that's an all, all maple back and sides, spruce top. The most gorgeous flame maple I've ever seen. I think it's a cedar top. I still think it's a cedar top. I know you, you we disagree on that, but um, whatever it is, gorgeous instrument. The I can't believe how much uh, the back and sides just sparkle and move when you. Yep have light on it so i have to get uh two little nuts because it's a trapeze tailpiece yep. and uh the, the nuts that hold the the tailpiece onto the trapeze are are were missing um which he did when he gave me the guitar he's like i haven't played it in a long time it needs to set up and stuff there's some strings in there you'll have to do a setup and stuff on your own yep <laughs> i was you know it's like what what are you gonna do how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to get a couple little nuts and secure that uh, tailpiece onto the trapeze before I can string it up and stuff. But yeah, it's cool. It's cool to have the only cron bar out there that's got a floating bridge and trapeze tailpiece, and it's this whole whole other thing. I mean, one might argue I have the only cron electric guitar. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe, yeah. As far as I know. Well, uh, no. No. Complete. Complete, yes. I know you have a body I that he started making. Yeah, that's not counting. No. Hey, shush. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be one one day. Sure. Right <laughs> now, it's more firewood than guitar. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> it's not even a finished body yet. No, but it's gorgeous. <laughs> yes. And it will be one day. Okay. Mark me. All right. Mark, I got a Sharpie here. I can mark you up. <laughs> drawing that. My goodness. Bald head of yours. Oh, speaking of my bald head. I you was, got a bump there. Is that a bump? It's not a bump. It's a burn. It's a, how do you okay. burn your forehead? <laughs> how? So I was trying to get the fire going last night. And as I was up gaming relatively late with you, and then I was playing some guitar and stuff and oh, no. so no no no, no. and i just i loaded up our our wood stove because we're all on we're on wood heat and it's winter and anyways i was a little tired and i was blowing on the thing just to get the coals rolling a little bit get it warmed up and i touched the fireplace with my forehead <laughs> <laughs> if, you know, I, i'm not going to get into any more detail but than that it was like a, the briefest like i mean oh I, are you okay i nodded my head in exhaustion a little bit and touched it and oh. Like, oh dang it Anyways, I've got like a rectangular red square on my forehead. It's horrible. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's horrible, man. Uh, and I was yeah. trying to fall asleep after that. Now you know how Karen felt when you... Oh! 
You dirty son of a... <laughs> man, every chance you oh, yeah. get to harp on me about I that. I know, it's great. Oh, man. So while we're reminiscing about the year this show has had, that was a fun little reference to episode 7? Episode 7, December last year, December 24th. Yeah, Casper and his children caught a black widow spider and it became a pet. It did become a pet, and we had it for a long time. Like a couple of months. A few months, anyway. yeah. Yeah, it was a while. Anyways, and we fed this spider and everything. It was just a great <laughs> thing, and it was doing so well. And then it was on top of the toaster oven. You know, where I you keep all your pets. <laughs> it was in a jar with, like, holes in the lid and everything. And it was, it, it, what do you do? Like, we, we captured it, and it was like, I know we don't keep, and I said this before, like, I don't <laughs> condone, like, keeping wild animals as pets. It's It's wrong. But this was, she was so fascinating of a creature and like to watch her hunt and stuff in the jar when you put a bug in there. It was just incredible. Anyways, by accident, the you jar. You buy got, Black Widows as pets, you know. Yeah, but this was a wild one. And I felt bad that I killed you think it with the, 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 the ones you buy at pet stores are domesticated? Well, you be, I don't know. <laughs> They're trained Black Widows. <laughs> Sit. Stay. People friendly. Yeah, no, this was not a people friendly spider. Um, but either way, um, it was on top of the toaster oven when I made some toast. And uh, the heat that uh, emanated from the toaster oven ended up ultimately killing the spider. You uh, sort of cooked it? I cooked it in the jar, yeah. (laughs) You ever see Police Academy? Yeah, a long time ago. You you ever see this? Like, there's a scene in Police Academy. I I watched this. This is not a good movie for an eight-year-old kid to watch. (laughs) That's probably when I first saw Police Academy as a little kid. Um. And there's a scene where, like, Commandant, I think Lassard is his name? No, no, You know, the, the goofy, like, guy who runs the police academy school. Um, he's just a total goofball character. Um, but he has a goldfish and a bowl that he takes with him everywhere. Okay. And they go to, like, one of those... Uh, like a like he would carry a small dog? Yeah. I can't remember this movie to save my life. No, it's I, been a I long time. I know. It's police academy. Little this snippets. Motormouth was my... It's a... Yeah. <laughs> It's a, I remember. it's a terrible movie, and it's really dated now. Yeah, yeah. A lot of homophobic jokes in Police Academy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that Steve Gutenberg was pretty cool, though, back in the day. Anyway, <laughs> so he takes this goldfish, and they go to a Japanese, you know, those, uh, like, oh, I know where this is grill going. restaurants where you sit there, and the chef, like, flips and does tricks yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and he accidentally puts his goldfish bowl on the grill and <laughs> boils his I understand anyway. that pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that way, anyways, I felt really bad about it too because like, I was like, oh my god, I gotta like save her, and yeah, no, yeah. I just didn't. So anyway, that's 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 the reference there, listeners. Uh, episode seven, go back. It's a good one. So uh, going back, let's let's do it, man. Let's revisit. Yeah. Let's so I, you know, the first four episodes in my mind are always kind of they're they're almost one episode. Yeah. I, I'll give you that. It was, it was like I referenced before. It's kind of like you and I cutting our teeth as podcasters, so to speak. Yeah. You know, it's like just just getting into it and breaking into it. So they were we, they were okay. We had this idea of like when we launched the show, we wanted to have a bunch of episodes out just yeah. immediately, so that if people liked the show, there was a bunch of content for them to listen to. Um. So before we launched the show, we had we, well, originally we had like nine shows recorded. We deleted all of them. They were pretty bad. <laughs> Maybe not pretty bad, but not. We, we couldn't we have sustained that model just because our other host moved yeah. away, and yeah, it would have been weird. You'd you'd have been introduced to a host that later would have just disappeared for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> so we made the we made the decision to, you know, 
start over, um, take those 10 episodes that we'd recorded and use them as practice. Yeah. And then, and, um, and we didn't have our recording chops. No. Podcast wise really set up very well. It was, no. they didn't sound very good. No. Anyway. So the first four we recorded just you and I, um, we sat on for a while before we launched the show. So mm-hmm. we had these four episodes like pre-recorded and, you know, we kind of soft launched them to people that we knew to kind of get a, a vibe or get a feel of what yeah. people thought of it. You know, mainly actually non-guitar player podcast listeners just to yeah. see if we were kind of, you know, hitting all the strokes. And I think the reception was pretty good. Yeah. So um, when we did actually kick off in December, um, officially with episode five, our interview with Dr. Scientist, which would a kickoff. Yeah. What a cool way to, so yeah, we, we had these four, we, we kind of had them in the bag for a while. It was like a semi-secret podcast that was out there if you knew how to find it. Yep. But uh, nobody really did. Unless we told them. Yeah. And then when we launched the show, we launched when we did episode five. Yep. Which, um, yeah, Dr. Scientist. I, so I had the good fortune of, like, kind of becoming friends with Neil via Instagram, or not Neil, sorry, Ryan, uh, via Instagram. Right. Before we launched the show. Mentioned that we were doing the show, and uh, they thought it'd be cool to, you know, be on it, so we... And at that point, they'd never been on a podcast. No. So yeah. that was really cool that we got to be kind of there. podcasts had asked them. <laughs> yeah. And that that was part of the shock when we really end, did end up kind of having them on. And, you know, we got to travel there. And oh, are you all right? No. Uh, you. This <laughs> 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 is derailing so, the entire show. No, Casper good. left a couple of uh, egg sh- per- shakers, percussion egg shakers. You know, the. <laughs> They left two of them on Thank the desk here. Thank you for the here. audio sample. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I discovered that if you get all the the pellets inside evenly spread on the, the low end, you can spin the egg on its end on the desk, and it's oh quite God. a satisfying. <laughs> They're both spinning together. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners, anyway, for so having yeah. cursed you with this oh, interruption. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> I, so I, Neil, uh, Ryan, jeez, Al, focus. Okay, give me the shakers. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> I can have one. Um, <laughs> great, now we're both distracted yeah. idiots. <laughs> I bought an atmosphere. This is like, yeah. I was starting the all-Canadian pedal board thing. Right, that is what led into this. Yeah, um, we, we talked about that. Well, I think we talked about that in the first four episodes somewhere. Yep. Um, and I, so I was looking for, I had a Strymon Flint and I still miss that pedal every day. Oh, it was such a good pedal. Um, but to get my touring pedal board to be all Canadian, I was looking for a really, really nice reverb. That was my first quest was finding a reverb that I loved that was Canadian, mm-hmm. uh, which led me to Dr. Scientist. And then lo and behold, Dr. Scientist is here in the Okanagan Valley where we are. It was like an, an hour and 10 minute drive away from us. Yeah. So... I, I was talking to Ryan directly on Instagram, and when you were when you picked up your atmosphere, didn't you? I think that you had you had a face to face with them about yeah, it. yeah. That was how the pot. That was how the episode, the interview came about. Was yeah. I went to pick up my atmosphere, um, and Ryan asked if he wanted if I wanted him to ship it out to me or if I wanted to come get it. And I was like, man, I want to come get it. I wanna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to meet you in person and say hi and you know like get a sneak peek at where the magic happens, man. So yeah. I drove down to to where they are and um, you know visit. It was it was like 
I was anticipating like a 10, 15 minute like, hey, I'm Al. Thanks for the pedal. Okay, yeah. bye. You were there um, all day. <laughs> I was there for two or three hours. Yeah. yeah. Just hanging out. And it's not like it's a factory. It wasn't like no. it took two or three hours to go on a tour. It was just, just we just clicked. Yeah. You know, just great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So we, I hung out um, a couple, few hours. Neil showed up and that added another hour. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, by the time I left, uh, you know, I was leaving with a... Uh, an atmosphere in one hand and a doctor scientist boost bot in the other hand. And that's right too. And, uh, I told them about the show and they thought it would be awesome to do it. And so that was part of why they, they were like, yeah, let's go on the podcast. The other part was just that we lived close enough that we were able to just grab all the gear and literally yeah, we just, do this in person. Yeah. So it wasn't awkward for them. No. And Ryan will be the first to admit he's a real homebody. He doesn't like yeah. going out. <laughs> yeah. It was a great day to get to go and sit in the yeah. the lab there and like see all the all their gear and like how they do stuff with all their surface surface mount equipment and like it's just great, man. So cool. Ryan's epic pedal collection. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that dude rivals the best. It's some yeah, man. I want a wall of pedals. I can I like there's got to be close to a thousand pedals down there. That he doesn't make. Like, just... Oh, you think it's that much? I don't know, man. I mean... Hundreds, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's conservatively say several hundred. Sure. Where is the break between a few hundred and several hundred? (sighs) A few hundred is a minimum of 300. Right. There's guaranteed three to six hundred. Yeah, Possibly up to a thousand. I haven't seen his collection recently. I can't imagine it's not gotten bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan is a huge fan of like trading pedals with other pedal makers. Yeah. So he it was cool. Yeah. It was super rad. It was a great way to spend a day. Oh man. Um I mean we didn't get out of there till dark. <laughs> we were there of the for summer. four or five hours. Yeah. When did we record that? It was in uh must have been in October or something. It would have been October or November, yeah. Yeah. It was December 3rd last year we launched that episode, so probably October we recorded it. Um, yeah, and that was, so that was like, it's a weird episode to listen to now, mm. almost, because it was our first interview. Yep. Um, it was our first episode after we've officially launched the show. Yep. Uh, it's quite long, I think. Out, no, it's not as long as we've been lately. Well, it's it's almost two hours. No, it's an hour and a half. Uh, no, it's an hour forty-seven. So it is. Either way, we've d- we've done we've done worse. Yeah, no, I think we've <laughs> we've had some long episodes. We try we try to keep the show around an hour, but we're not gonna stop the know, mojo. We're not man. gonna stop the mojo to keep it to a specific timeline. We'd rather just give you more content. Yeah. Um, and then I don't. We didn't do any interviews for a bit after that. Nope. It was just just you and I just talking about different stuff. We we did. Uh, um, I think it wasn't, in, it was like five episodes. It wasn't until Steve Demodash the first time. Yeah, episode 10. Episode 10. Yeah, that was our ne- But we had some good ones in there, man. Yeah. Like, you know, Casper Karen and Al's Lost Lasagna. That was a good <laughs> Well, in episode six was our first review episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because we- We had the millimetric guitar we and did the, the Bit, Bit Quest. Quest yeah. Um, yeah. You got Gargantuawa, your Shoneswood pedal. Um, Has it been that long? Oh no, maybe we're just talking about. I think we it was based on yeah. on your. We had uh, we had a 
we might have done the review based on my grub drive. It was your grub drive. And, uh, That's right. And we had a shrimp fuzz that Kevin sent us for the giveaway. Yeah, it wasn't. We were still talking about the pedal. Yeah. In but January. That, that was still our first review episode, and yeah. it was again Ryan from Doctor Scientist sent like when we were visiting him. He has a millimetric uh, guitar. Yep. And yeah, I MGS three, I think it is. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Like MS, yeah, it's MGS, not MSG. <laughs> MSG Saltpeter. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not. <laughs> um, MGS3, and I've been a huge millimetric fan for a long, long time, and then seeing one on Ryan's guitar rack, I kind of freaked out a little bit. You did. And uh, Ryan was like, take it with you, man. <laughs> it's like, no, it's really expensive. Man. I don't want to take your guitar with me. And Funny thing is, is you refused that guitar like three or four times. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 we're going to get a case. And, and then Neil, yeah. I think, disappeared. Or Ryan went in the back and dug up a case to fit it. And I was like, <laughs> holy crap. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a heck That's of a thing know. to borrow from somebody I didn't know that well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my second time meeting him, and he was shoving me out the door with his very expensive guitar. Right after telling us about how he lent out his his Ibanez, Ibanez. gem universe once and never, never got, got it back. back. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't want to be that guy that yeah. borrows a five thousand dollar guitar, or I don't know what that guitar is. It was like three grand or something. Something I, I don't know. Yeah, so that was our first review. We did the millimetric the bit quest. Yeah, uh, we have a like a midweek kind of special episode. That we did next. That wasn't really like an episode episode, but we did uh, that quick like twenty minute um, special yeah, for the, the Aussie Bushfire Aussie Gear Bushfire giveaway episode. Yeah, because you know, uh, twenty nineteen Australia got just hammered. hammered. Yeah. yeah, with bushfires and and I don't think any, some of them never got put out. They're just going. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been bad. So, um, yeah, there was um, so it was it was Scott hey yep. from Nautilus, Nautilus FX Effect Systems. Systems. Yeah. He was doing a huge, it was, man, that fundraiser I, took so off. It started out, and even when we did the, the bonus episode, it was not huge at this point. I mean, we thought it we, was. We thought it was big. Yeah. It was like, oh, man, this is a great thing. This is so big. And then it literally. Yeah, it was crazy. It probably tenfolded, at least tenfolded in size. So Like the actual he, gear that was being. He did a GoFundMe. Yep. The Aussie, Aussie Bushfire Gear Giveaway, and he had a few things that he was giving away. All, he, all it took to enter was. Ten dollars. Some I don't remember what the I think donation. It was 10 bucks. Yeah, something like that. There was a little donation thing to help fight the fires in Australia, and it got you entered into this gear contest. And then more and more and more people got in on this thing. We we tossed in all we had to toss in was stickers. Stickers, but um, so people were entered. He gave away like five just pimping pedal boards that were just fully set up. With Not to mention all the individual and pedals and, and pedals. Yeah. And, oh, like, man. I mean, this is also how we found guys like Lauren Audio and yeah, and like the the Spitfire was a part of that. They were like, oh man, and you know, we immediately fell in love with the way it looked. And no idea what it was. Uh, Lollygagger. Lollygagger with Cherry yeah. Box. Oh. Yeah, we got uh, which is crazy because now we have a Spitfire. Which uh, thank you, James. Um, yeah. It's up beside you on that speaker. Yeah. <clears throat> Which man, I can't get over how much I like that pedal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that led to a lot of interesting things. And it's funny looking at our first ten episodes. Like, so we only had we had the doctor scientist interview. Then we had like all these first episodes are like, you know, top five boss pedals you'd take to a desert deserted island or <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, our trying to spend a hundred grand. Or oh whatever yeah. It was. It was like the price is right. Like he had to get the closest to a hundred grand. Like yeah, 
it was the Brewster's Million scenario. Yeah, yeah, that's you, right. Yep. You don't get the money unless you spend this much. Yep. So you have to spend this much on gear. How are you spending it? And it was like, at first we, <laughs> you tried to cheese ball no, it no, by no, no, no. one massive cheese. item. Yeah. <laughs> it's and like buy this one big thing things. and then a pack of strings. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, but that episode turned in. It was funny. It was a fun episode to, to discuss. Not as fun as uh, to to actually do the research, do the like, numbers, yeah, do the shopping. Because it was like, yeah, it'll be funny to do, and like it'll take us an hour. No, no it was like, like three yeah, hours of us sitting, sitting in silence <laughs> <laughs> before we ever recorded it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fun fun episodes to listen to though. And then episode ten, we did Steve Demidash, and that was a bit like. That was awkward one. I, I, I feel like it was awkward because I think we we were awkward. Yeah, Steve's a Steve's a famous guy. Yeah, we, <laughs> Steve. We didn't know Steve. No, nope. it was just like I. And he was, took that interview so short notice. Yeah, it was like a few days. Both of our interviews with Steve Demidash were pretty short notice, and um, and and like, <laughs> it's, I don't think we weren't super comfortable with inter- talking to to people we didn't know on the air yet and steve was new to that kind of thing as well so a bit of a fun it's still a fun and informative yeah, episode but totally. it, like i think you can hear we're awkward and then episode 11 the one after that that was when we first talked to kevin Schoen on the on the air yeah on the we've air, been buds yeah. with kevin for a while we we're like super good buddies with yeah and so then we talked a lot about um the custom pedal that i was getting from him and yeah yeah all that stuff and and kind of you know Informed everybody about why we're kind of so in love with what Kev does. We're going to have to, man, we're going <laughs> to, okay. I'm going to hit hyperdrive on this because we're going to be at this forever if we're talking about each episode for like 20 minutes. But um, maybe, maybe, why don't we just, you know, thank everybody we talked to? Yeah. I think you suggested that from the beginning yeah. and I kind of yeah. got over-focused. Um, so, okay. Thanks to Steve Demidash. Thanks to Ryan and Neil from Dr. Scientist. Um, Kevin Schoen. Huge thanks to you, man. Yeah. Uh, you, you not only came on the show, you donated a pedal to our the, first giveaway. Our first giveaway. So did uh, so did Ryan and Neil. They donated yep. a BitQuest. And uh, our and the next guest after that too, yeah. um, Sheldon Ends from yeah. True North. Um, you know, and Sheldon's been a really big supporter of the show too, because not only been, did he yeah. um, did he facilitate the tweed drive that we give away in our giveaway, but he also uh, gave us a lumberjack, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, we got to we got to kind of demo review, review the one demo the f- one first lumberjack which is an absolutely stunner of a pedal yep. and uh and he even donated a pedal to my fundraising to replace my stolen guitar that's right too which was super rad of him yeah uh, yeah so thanks so much sheldon yeah man uh <laughs> a big thanks to uh layla cd from tuna tone instruments al's yeah. uh <laughs> major major fan uh, crush on layla <laughs> i gotta i gotta take a moment and just just acknowledge the fact that i was I don't fanboy over, I you know, I've been fortunate enough in my musical career. I've met a lot of, like, quote-unquote rock stars. Yeah. I've met a lot of really famous people. I don't fanboy. Mm. I'm generally pretty composed. But there's a few instances where I, I have pretty hard. And Layla is, was one. is somebody whose work I was just in love. I'm in love with her work. Yeah. And so I was I was like, I don't know how to say her name properly. I've never talked to her or said it out loud Even or talked to her. You asked her. I asked her right you. before the show, and then I goofed it up 30 like thirty seconds. seconds later. Oh, I'm so embarrassed! <laughs> oh, Layla, I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Yeah. Um, she was a just a true gem of a person yeah. too. Yeah. So thank you to Layla. Um, 
Now we're uh, now we're into episode fourteen. James, James Mackey, Lauren Audio, Audio man, yeah. uh, our first legit string of cuss words. Thank you, James. <laughs> thank you. Also, James. our first international. That's right. Guest. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Fuck, that's what you're gonna say. No, the swearing. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, man. That's one of my favorite moments editing. Okay, this I'm show. gonna I'm gonna add I'm gonna add some beeps here for you, because I think it's best recreated if we just go for it. <laughs> But James straight out, you're gonna you're gonna write down the time for this. <laughs> James straight out did the hilarious like, oh yeah, man, it was just a, and I was like, what the, f oh, oh, f god damn, like, <laughs> he was, oh, it was so great, yeah, <laughs> and he's just an epic dude too. So it was great to talk to James, uh, and realize just how smart we aren't. Yep. Um, yeah. True rocket scientist uh, pedigree yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> his parents are all like rocket engineers and aeronautical engineers. I think his grandpa worked on Apollo. Yeah, it was like, like uh, legit. Just one of those things where it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. My dad was a farmer. So, uh, <laughs> that was cool. Yep. Um, Fuzz pedals and ice cream was the next one. With we had Kevin Schoen back on. Back Kevin on. Schoen came on a few times. Um, We've had Kevin on a few times when we just wanted a third voice just to have a. Just to hang. Just on board of us all the time. Yep. So um, thanks again. Super big thanks to Kevin Schoen. Yeah, uh, you've been a huge supporter of the show and, and a great friend. Yeah. He's doing a little less pedal building these days. He's taking a regular day job, but he's still still in the game. Um, And you, you know what? You need something from Schoenswood. Yeah. Everybody should have a wickedly cool custom pedal made out of old skateboard decks. That's just That should just be a way. As the Mandalorians would say, this is the way. Mm. Uh, then we had uh, then we had French Canadian with uh, Kevin Leclerc from Sound Slice. Man, thanks so much, Kevin. Yep. Yeah, and he recently uh, sent us a Sound Slice uh, pedal, the Chop Chop Tremolo. Super fun. Got to review that. Yep. Really rad, dude. Uh, episode seventeen. This was a bit of a this is a doozy thing. Yeah. I really like this because. Um, I mean, now our friend Asher, <laughs> um, been, he become a very good friend, but mm -hmm. he really kind of, I want to say, like, took a chance just to send us some stuff. He took a gamble. It was a gamble just yeah. because we're, at this point, I mean, we're 17 episodes in. We're not really that, like, we don't have any notoriety. Mm -hmm. We're not really well known. I mean, we're young shoot, what, he We're still, still a young podcast. was just starting out then, too. But you know what? He sent us cables um, so well, that we, we could- We should explain the episode, you know? like Sure. Yeah. Do you want to, you want to do it? Do you want to meet? Well, I mean, the premise of the shootout was that we take cables that we built, cables that we bought or that we would have bought, and then and then premium, like so store store bought stuff, um, build your own, and then premium. Yeah, that was kind of the the idea. Um, that being like like the 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 home built stuff being the quote unquote the cheapest way to do it. That's Just right. buy the parts at the cheapest price you could. Yeah. Put them together. Yep. Uh, the build your own cable kit so you buy at any major retail store. Yep. We had two different versions of those. Yeah. Well, only one of them worked though. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a, kind of a surprise. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, the premium stuff, and and uh, we reached out to a couple cable companies, and and Coffee was the one that was like, hey, yeah, sure, we'll send you some stuff. Yeah. And and now, I mean, Asher's been a super great supporter of the mm -hmm. show, uh, become a really good friend, uh, and we really want to support. Uh, him and his and his endeavors as well because yeah. uh, he's a rad dude and his and family is awesome that episode was just a real that was a learning experience for us as much as it was for our listeners cause, totally well i'll be the first to admit like i i expected trying out different cables to be a real splitting hairs thing yeah 
and uh, it was audio wise definitely but a blaring difference there was a yeah a huge difference with the premium stuff and uh it really made me understand like okay there's something to this and people that are making cables at this level mm-hmm. um you know they're either competing at this level or they're faking competing at this level yeah. and uh in asher's case and caulfield cables case they're at that level. Yeah, man. They're great. I mean, um, and since then, uh, both yep. of us have completely outfitted our pedal boards with Caulfield cables. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and yeah, and it has made things sound gloriously better. Overdrive pedals that were mediocre come alive with really yep. great cabling. That's that's one thing you can yep. definitely hear. Um, the fidelity is much higher. I did a gig right after outfitting my entire board with the Caulfield cables, and I actually had feedback issues because I set all my volumes because I'm, I'm a solo touring guy. I'm typically yeah. doing my own sound. Um, and I had my volume set too high for my show because it's almost somewhat automated for me at this point. Where, yep. Like I just know where I didn't generally set something for each room. And uh, yeah, I had to kind of dial it back a bit because I just had way higher output. Cause yep. I wasn't being held back as much, but and um, yeah. So big thanks to Asher. Um, you, you're a, an absolute prince. Yeah, and that was our last episode before the the COVID break. Yeah, when it when COVID first kind of so let's, yeah, there's a two week break here. Brought us a it was a stumbling block for the world. I think not just us. It was everybody yeah. kind of came grinding to a halt trying to figure out how we were going to navigate that. Um, yeah. And and still, I mean, still what are still we, going. I mean, we're seven months later now, or eight months later. Uh huh. And we're still everyone's still trying to kind of figure out the the new normal. Yeah. I guess I don't know. There, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know what. We don't know what new normal is, really. No. I mean, this was like, we were off the air for two weeks. Um, all my gigs were canceled for the entire year. Yeah. <laughs> Every musician out there had all their gigs canceled. Everything ground to a halt. Um, it was weird, man. It was weird going out in the middle of a weekday, in the middle of the week, and it was just a ghost town. Yep. Nothing. Nothing was out there. And, yeah. Um... Then what we do? Oh, we did a strange Odyssey. Yeah, that was We're where we on, yeah so focus on the Odyssey guitars. Yeah. So the we 70s. we have a segment that we don't do very often. But, yeah, the unsung heroes. But yeah, it's happened a few times. Yeah, and, and unsung heroes and talk about brands or pieces of gear that are just maybe underappreciated and stuff. And Odyssey guitars was one of them. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Speaking of uh, Odyssey guitars, um, there's a book. That just came out, and I cannot remember the author's name, um, but I'm going to look it up while we're talking about it. There's a book that's coming out uh, talking all about Odyssey guitars and the, the history mm-hmm. of uh, of the the brand and, and, a, and Attila Below and um, uh, what, what it kind of means to Canadian guitar history and, and to just guitar history in general. Uh, so here's the book. It's... Uh, Odyssey by Craig Jones. Cool. So all about uh, Attila Below and Odyssey guitars. and Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Very high-end guitars that are uh, still available in the used market for mm-hmm. not too bad not prices. Not too bad, yeah. I was yeah. say reasonable for, you know, vintage, very well-made guitars. Yeah. I mean, they're very seventies, so they're they're predominantly like neck through wood sandwich, uh, brass hardware, brass nut, heavy everything. Yeah, <laughs> Demarzio pickups. And, yeah, yeah. You know, a little forest of switches. <laughs> <laughs> so 
And then, and this is a cool one, man. The next episode, we get Hello Sailor. Yeah, this is Joe Halliday. Across the globe. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Yep. Because, man, first off, so before we ever had Joe on, Mm -hmm. he contacted us and just liked the show and sent us one of his uh, Rangemaster circuits, right? Yep. Yeah. And, And just for us to check out. And so we got to do a review of that pedal. Which is on Casper's. It is now. now in the number three position. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it will and it will forever reside there. I was just talking about this before we started yeah, recording. Yeah. That I can't. It doesn't matter. Like I'm not a a dirt, you know, sound player for the most part. Like that, like crunch. I'm not really that guy. But every single time I plug into my board, it doesn't even matter what guitar I have in my hands. I can't turn that pedal off. I don't know why. It's just all. It just. On. It just. Oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. It so, it takes everything and makes it magical. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Joe, Acoustic guitar, doesn't matter. Joe was like, that was an interest. So we had we got to have Joe on. Mm-hmm. And not only was he like the second international guest we had, but he was the first person we talked to who was like on a different continent. Yeah, it was, way different time zone. Mm-hmm. The uh, and I apologize now um, for the audio quality and and there wasn't a whole lot more I could do to cr- to really make the audio quality no. <laughs> any better <laughs> we, we on did that our one. best with what we had yeah that was before we had the roadcaster wasn't it yeah yeah that so must have been that was oh man so listeners so for the longest time we were recording through a pretty basic interface no. And- we had the roadcaster. We had the roadcaster. Then? We had the roadcaster, but I we were using it on Bluetooth because I didn't have a TRRS cable. Oh, so okay. that yeah, that yeah. turned the audio down. So, but for the longest time, I think I think that maybe that yeah. Anyway, some sometime before this or around that, we got the roadcaster. Mm-hmm. Before that, we're using a basic interface uh, and some uh, tricky programming. Yep. Shortcuts to uh, allow us to and, record phone calls or and condenser like that. mics and. It was a whole different podcast. Whole different back podcast then. back then, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we had no right to be doing long distance interviews the way we were. <laughs> and we were doing them anyway. Yeah. Well, and it was like me and a and a pal got together and trying to do all this tricky programming <laughs> on my Mac. And he's a like a like a programming savant. He's a very very smart, very intelligent it was guy. Several and, days, and of, it was a couple yeah. of days, and at least a case <laughs> of beer, and like. <laughs> and it was funny that it didn't actually really work out to be able to do it until we'd had at least three or four that that second day. It was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> but it was the digital equivalent the of like duct tape and and, and popsicle sticks. And popsicle very MacGyver. Yeah, it was real. Boy, it was janky. Yeah, <laughs> we relied on it really hard. Yeah, I remember because when when we did that interview, that first interview with Steve Demidash, he recorded himself as well because we were like, we don't know if our we're freaking out. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and we were really embarrassed because we we're like, oh, we must think we're such idiots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, Joe Joe is still a good buddy. We talk to yeah. Joe all the time. Joe Joe Halliday, you're an excellent dude. Uh, and then for our next episode, we actually had Asher from Caulfield come on the show. That's right. Which is awesome. So, and then uh, episode 22, Beefcakes in the Basement. Yeah, with Dion. Our names are so weird because they're always from like whatever the heck we're uh, talking about. And that was, that's why I had to actually open Spotify to, to read the descriptions. It's like, what the heck was this one about again? I know. I know. <laughs> so we got on Dion James from Dion Guitars. So just a world-class acoustic builder. Yep. Um, just incredible, incredible guy, uh, building out of Edmonton, the same workshop as Layla. In fact, he is Layla City's mentor. Yeah. He's, he's kind of taught her 
as well as James Turley from Turley Guitars, who right. we want to get on the show, but haven't got him yet. Yep. Um, Dion was just what? What's stellar? What just a great guy! Stellar. Dion's work is like at first glance, he just looks like a guitar, and then you spend any amount of time looking at it, and it's like, oh, very eye-opening. How yeah. how much detail and how meticulous his work it is. It's amazing yeah. how elegant and beautiful yep. simplicity can be. And uh, Dion just... <laughs> so. so thank you, Dion. Um, oh, thank you yeah. so much for coming on the show. Um, oh. You got Sean. 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 Wow. That was right after Dion? Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh, man. Memories. <laughs> String three uh, pedal boards. So great. <laughs> <laughs> I actually yeah. have a, I have one uh, commissioned. You do. That's mm. right. Ah. Uh-huh. So he is a prosecutor by day uh, and does yeah. pedal boards as like a side gig. And, and it's one of those things he is very, very meticulous about his work. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like it's it's a passion hobby. Exactly. Like woodworking Absolutely. is a passion That's hobby. That's exactly what I was getting at. He's translated, he's kind of cross-translated it with his love of guitar stuff, so... Because he's kind of a hired gun too, like on the side, he plays guitar professionally. Yeah. So his his actual music life is fairly robust, or was I guess up till COVID, I suppose. Yeah. But um, so anyways, I I I when we talked to Sean, it was like, well, I just kind of got to have one of these, mate. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man, because they're like exotic woods. I they're know. just gorgeous. That that he did one. He started it way before. Eddie Van Halen passed away. Yeah. Uh, a customer just wanted an Eddie Van Halen style, like the 5150 stripey pattern yep. thing uh, board going on. And so he did that out of all exotic hardwoods. Oh, man. Which is just gorgeous. And then Eddie passed away while he was still working on it. Yeah, he was like literally just finishing it. Just before, yeah. And so this board became like not only this beautiful fan appreciation kind of thing, but a wonderful tribute at the same mm. time. And it's just... I wouldn't have thought something with like the '80s EVH graphics could have been one of the sexiest things ever, but oh, it, it really, truly is. Really is just next level. Yeah. Um, so, not to drag this out too far. So, a uh, really big thank you to uh, to Sean for coming on, and um, I am just waiting to finalize the entire details of the board because <laughs> he is not a guy that does it full time, and so it's kind of yeah. as as he has time basis um and i'm obviously put him under no time constraint because that's yeah. not you're gonna get a gorgeous board someday yep someday very excited about and it and then we had uh well my one of my older friends mm-hmm. uh arjun roy um who's worked with berkeley college of music um internationally even uh he's he was uh director of education at the power um uh, man, what, what is that thing called i can't power station power in station, new york right. city it's a world-class studio just crazy cool studio and talk to him about studio work and music education and all that kind of stuff those so. are one of our more informative yeah episodes yeah because and a lot of fun because arjun's a rad dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i love arjun yeah. he and i go I mean, we've known each other for criminy man almost 20 years now yeah Getting, we're getting up to about forty. So, he <laughs> <laughs> and I met in our early twenties. Uh, you don't um, look a day under forty-five, but uh, thanks. Man. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we try to like the sh- the show. Our show is 
the culture guitars because we're talking about all things guitar culture. Most of the time we're talking to manufacturers and stuff, but we do. That's why you see us take a step out of that every once in a while. And, you know, we talk about guitar movies or we talk to somebody like Arjun who's in, you know, education, education yeah. and, and recording or, you know, we just, we're not trying to be just another podcast that just talks to boutique manufacturers. We want to, yeah. you know, our show is about the culture of guitar. Yeah. ultimately and so we you know that's where a guy like Arjun comes in is he's a big part of that culture so mm-hmm. uh oh and then tim tim from backline, backline guitars, guitars. Yeah. great another canadian builder yeah what a cool man yeah like, what a cool take on on guitar shape and guitar style that just a unique vision. I've never mm-hmm. seen an electric guitar that looks anything like what he the does. Ronin. Yep. Um, and he's just a cool guy and stuff. And oh, sorry, I sneezed. That was fantastic. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to. Like, I was like, hold oh, it here in. it comes. I'm gonna have to mute this. Nope. <laughs> that was <laughs> well, amazing, dude. I turned to the side and instead destroyed my. my your back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I felt that in the spine. Good it, job. It cracked when I. Oh. <laughs> Separated oh, a rib is, or something. I don't why know is holding in a sneeze getting progressively more and more painful as I get older? What is that? <laughs> uh, I did that for you. Yeah, it's as, as your body deteriorates, Al. <laughs> Age is a is one, a fickle friend. One day I'm just gonna die from sneezing. Just sneeze and I'll just like implode. Yep. It, it hey, that's why we say bless you. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. No, it is. Okay. You don't know this, the reason why. You say bless you because I think it was the bubonic plague would, you know, deteriorate your cell structure so badly. And as you got sicker and sicker and sicker, um, if you sneezed, it would eventually rupture a blood vessel likely in your brain and kill you. So you, so you would anything about that. So you would, you would say bless you after someone sneezed so that you were blessing them immediately before they die. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Crazy, right? right? I th- I'm pretty sure that's how that works. I don't know, man. We're, I'm I'm not kidding. There man. wasn't. It wasn't that long ago we were afraid of our own shadows and dying at age and the 22. Cam- so. And cameras were stealing your soul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, backline. Had, yeah, so we we'd backline on. We got to talk to 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 Tim, and um, then we had Seth. That was from, that long ago too. Yeah, crazy. Seth from Night Owl oh, Industries, geez. and Seth was like. I so I'd gotten I've been buddies with Seth for a couple of years yeah. since I first got your the, Oscar right yeah I I got really into what he was doing just with with amps and stuff with Night Owl Industries and then the Oscar preamps um and I was sharing his work a lot and we got to talking and being being buddies and I was like he was one of the first people I talked about getting on as a, a guest as an <laughs> to interview on the show <laughs> it took a half and a year it just to get took him. forever yeah. to actually get it scheduled yeah. Um, so I was really like, oh, finally got, yeah. Oh, we finally got him on. Um, and a great time. Yeah. Great, great dude. Making some really cool stuff. You'll never see anything that looks like Night Owl Industries out there. It's just, everything he makes is a hundred percent like, oh yeah, that's, that's. Well, in the run of Edison's he just did are those patinaed. Oh, Oh yeah. Those are gorgeous, oh, cool-looking so cool. things. Yeah. So the Edison preamp is a foot-switchable preamp, much like the Oscar, but foot-switchable. And it's so, so sweet. Yeah. Anyways. Just, so and that's great. my favorite kind of 
pedal too. I think uh, I I flip flop back on like, sometimes my favorite pedals are reverbs, sometimes they're delays, <laughs> but they're often uh, preamps and boost pedals. Yeah, and that's what this thing is. It's just a glorious boost pedal. It can be a dirt pedal if you crank it. If you, and you dial it up, drive yeah. the heck out of an amp with those things. Um, but it's just a tube, twelve uh, AU seven, I think. Something like that. Somebody correct me on that. Yeah. Um, or an E83 or, I don't know. Anyway. Just you, a little, you don't sound smart. A little, <laughs> I never do. <laughs> I, I am not worried about that. <laughs> a little preamp tube and a just cool looking. It's like, it's, it's like art deco meets industrial yep. pedal housing. It's just a little glass window. You can see the tube glowing and then a volume knob on the side. Yeah. That's the whole pedal. And uh, it sounds great. It's really, the bass world has taken off with this pedal. It's tons and tons of bass players are using this thing, but it's not specific to bass. It can nope. be used on anything. It can be a vocal preamp if you want it to be. Right. Um, so it's cool to get him. Yeah. Thank you, Seth. Yeah. And then the, oh my gosh, spun loud effects. I didn't realize it was right after. Yeah. Man, I am. Back in June. The timeline of this is hilarious to, like, revisit, man. Yeah. Some of this feels like it was more recent. Seth feels like it was forever ago, and Dan from Spun Loud feels, feels like, like it was yesterday. Like not that long ago. Yep. So Dan DeMesa Spun Loud effects out of Seattle, or West <laughs> Seattle, Washington. And he uh, sent us a blister and blister peel Blister and pedal, peel, yeah. Which is awesome. Thank you, Boy, Dan, for that. What which a great is, pedal. Uh, uh, that pedal will leave my cold, dead fingers when I die, <laughs> and not in a moment before then. <laughs> Um, I, At which yeah. point I will have it. <laughs> is, is that why I die when I sneeze? So <laughs> Casper's killing me from my spun loud pedal. Um, no, the blister and people. That was a revelation. That mm -hmm. pedal. What a glorious little pedal. And uh, yeah, and Dan was just such a super rad dude building uh, building stuff out of Seattle. There. Yep. Um, and we each ended up getting. Uh, Leon's railer phase. Yeah. What a fantastic machine. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And I'm not a modulation guy. I'll be the first to tell you. I never understood it. But the second I played your railer phaser, sold. I got to have one. I immediately contacted Dan and he put it in the mail. It was like, this yeah. is a this is a must There's have. There's only 10 me. of those things. Yeah. Like, I, got, I think I got number eight. Pedal. Yeah. Made for, um, oh, I forgot his name. Anyway. Lagwagon. Lagwagon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So that was yeah, that was cool. And good good buddies still with Dan. Um mm -hmm. Scott Strange. This is one of from Temple Audio. <laughs> Templo. Templo Devices. Yep. Temple Audio. Man, my brain's frying here, man. Yep. Templo um, Devices. So this episode I have to say is probably one of the most saturated with laughter. <laughs> I couldn't keep it together. We were having so much fun. Talking yeah. to Scott, it it was. <laughs> he's, he's a goofy dude. He's a his, and a witty guy. And his humor hit all the right notes with yeah. us, and we were we definitely hit it off. And he's doing cool stuff. Those oh, his the, battery powered the Nomad amp, yeah, and the, such cool. Yeah, yeah I can't want to cool. get one of those. Oh, and then John from Rare Buzz. This was another one that took a long time. <laughs> took a time. long time. We canceled. We had to like we had it scheduled several times, yep. and they got canceled several times. Yeah, I mean. John has um, a, a day job that's kind of unpredictable. I think and he's it, just a jerk, and he doesn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he doesn't listen to no, the show. He'll never hear John, it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he does listen to the show. He, he does. He's not going to hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
No, John's John is an epic dude, and yep. we love John a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we're we're grateful, John, yeah. for you for you coming on the show. And thanks for taking the time out of all the. I mean, we understand the rescheduling and all that stuff. And finally, actually, I think he postponed an ice cream trip for us. <laughs> I don't know. He, they, yeah, they went on a donut trip right it's after. Donuts or ice cream? This, I can't whatever. remember. Right after we recorded, they drove like two hours for to donuts. Go get like epic donuts somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he he contributed a t-shirt. No. Oh yes, he did too. To our our next giveaway, and he's contributing a t-shirt to our. I don't know when this is going to happen. The the flappy side competition has <laughs> gotten yeah. really derailed. Eventually, there will be a world flappy side competition, and we'll give away a. Mm-hmm. A custom boost bot and a rare buzz T-shirt, and we talked a lot about his upcoming pedal at the time, which is now out, the Piccolo Falsetto. Yes, and I'm looking forward to playing that. He's had a couple releases since yep. then. Yep, the Tone Station and all that stuff. Yeah. Anyways, four track syndicate with uh, also oh, with, uh, the uh, Kevin Leclerc and uh, Kevin, Kevin Schoen, Schoen, the yeah. Niagara. Um. Oh man. And then then we had there we go. Speaking of Kevin Schoen, yep. we we had him on. Uh, we were discussing just power supplies and stuff for pedalboard That's right, and stuff. too. Yeah, episode 30, we were still talking about power supplies, and we thought we'd talked about this a bunch then. Yeah. And this was half a year ago almost, my friend, and you just finally bought a power supply. I know. Well, can I, I just couldn't pull the trigger on anything. So I, I'm the worst. It's the same thing when I'm shopping for food it. or anything <laughs> else that's a necessity. It's like, I don't know what to do here. The beer store is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't know if I had pulled the trigger on my Strymon Zuma at that point or not. I think it was a, I was about to or I just had. I think you, I think you had it. Did I no, have it then? No. No, I think I was, yeah, it was up. I can't remember. We were still, this is when we were first talking about it. Yeah. And it was very shortly after you you got the Zuma. I was having problems. Yeah, you were having noise problems. Because I remember. Well, not you, just noise problems. When I was having, and when I would step on different pedals. Yeah. It was the, like. The Empress, notably. Notably the Empress, yeah. It was like, there was noise all the time. And then there was like, when I was stepping on different pedals to activate them, it would like make huge banging noises and stuff. Really good for when I was doing gigs. Mm. Loved it, especially with delay. Yeah, <laughs> pop, 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 bang, pop. bang, bang. <laughs> Great. Yep. Um, and so yeah, for that had been a while, but uh, shortly before COVID hit, my last gig, I was just like, okay, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I got to solve this. And uh, months later, I still hadn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not well, as bad the, as you. The whole income thing. Played into that a lot, though. Yeah, because when COVID hit and all my gigs got canceled, my income was just super. Still is. Just super FYI. Low. Yeah. <laughs> so after that. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you talk for a little yeah. bit, Casper? I got to wipe the tears and snot away. So now. Oh, good. Thank you for that image. Yeah. Um, so after that, we did um, oh. a full drive pedal uh, a power hour of uh of drive pedal review we had our our spun loud that was our first just all review all review episode yep. yeah um uh, well no well we had we had a couple of reviews on the with the millimetric and yeah and that stuff, was our other review episode either way um, i think i think this was the episode where we kind of established like a solid a format yeah yep for sure um yeah and so then we had what was our pedals there we had the oh. the spun loud blister and peel we had the lorne audio 
Spitfire. The Amaterasu. The Amaterasu just, yeah. just landed on yeah. your board. And, um, and then we had, uh, oh, the Dirty Haggard. The Dirty Haggard audio. The 3904. Oh, I love that pedal so much. <laughs> I love all the pedals we reviewed that episode. I know. It was great. Yeah. And that was like some, some, okay, we reviewed, I haven't disliked any of the pedals we reviewed. I haven't disliked any of the pedals we've gotten to play or no. even even some of the stuff that we're not um we don't have but you know builders we've talked to about their stuff i'm like i just yeah. wish i had more but money there's, but <laughs> <laughs> but with this particular collection of pedals for the the pedal review power hour episode 31 these are pedals that i come back to a lot because i just i really get on with all of oh so good um and then Mike. Yeah. From Uncle Amplification. Mike is one of those dudes who was just like, uh, I mean, we're buddies with everybody we've talked to. Yeah. Undoubtedly, like, there's a friendship there. That's, I don't, I don't want to have review or reviews, interviews where we don't walk away with a friendship. I think it would be pointless otherwise. But Mike was one of those dudes where it was just like, I left that episode feeling particularly like I really like that dude. Really had a great time chatting with Mike. Um, and he is doing just worlds of cool stuff. Like he does the, the custom amps. He's doing custom cabs. He's doing pedal boards. He's doing custom pedals. of Like you, literally you imagine it, and Mike will probably build it for you. His tag, what's his... Um, What's his tagline? What can what can I build for you? That's the uncle. Something like that. Yeah, he says that on like all of his Instagram posts. Um, man, he just builds so many cool things from the this, the space ape reverb slash drive pedal to the uh, the Rogaine. <laughs> yeah, the Rogaine drive. <laughs> oh man, he and he. We gotta just say a huge thanks again. Yeah, because he sent us one of his preamps. He, I mean, he said he he wanted our address. He wanted to send us some, and I've I think we said this on many episodes now. We thought it was going to be like you know some stickers or something like that, yeah. or maybe a pedal. Definitely like, not a preamp. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> I cannot believe he sent us this thing. It is crazy cool. It's one of the best sounding units I've ever heard in my life. Agreed. And it just looks awesome. It's so good. So thanks to Mike. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for the the gift, man. You're just an awesome dude. And uh, yeah, that led us to another. Well, we're not going to get into that yet, but it led us to another another great friendship. Another, another, yeah, great another builder. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then we, episode thirty four, we finally got on Sean uh, from Lolly Agger. What what's up? You're holding up three fingers. Thirty three. 33, oh, I'm skipping, jeez. Man, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Your, your math isn't How good. long we have we been this. talking now? Like, it's been... A bit. <laughs> a bit. I'm just losing track of stuff. Um, sorry, episode 33. Man, I almost forgot. After talking about how much I love the 3904 fuzz. Yep. <laughs> episode 33, so we got on uh, Nick from Dirty Haggard Audio. Yeah. And Nick is a dude who's, like, all about that overdrive. 
All about that dirt. Yeah, he loves yep. dirt. Dirt fuzz, mostly fuzz. Mostly fuzz. No <laughs> overdrive ever. He's well, he's got the that new overdrive he just released. It's another, like the seventy nine oh six or something like that. Um, which uh, is kind of in the lineage of the thirty nine oh four. It's just a, it's just a cool looking, oh, such a cool looking pedal. Um, sorry, this. <laughs> 797. Or am I looking at this wrong? I have no idea. I can't read. Yeah, it's the 797. That's the that's the overdrive. It's just two knobs. And anyway, the 3904 fuzz is just one knob. And it's glorious. It's a volume knob. For yeah. all you people that <laughs> make maybe mistake it for a tone knob, it is not. No. Al did that. I did. Just about really blew damaged. his eardrums out. Did some damage there. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great sounding fuzz, though. <laughs> Yeah, so Nick Nick came along for thirty three. So thanks, Nick, for yep. being a part of the show, um, and sending us uh, stuff to review. Uh, then thirty four, we got on Sean from Lollygagger Effects. That was another long time waiting. Yeah, a long time coming, I should say. We've um, been trying real hard to get that one scheduled, and yep. just uh, took a bit. And then all of a sudden, it was like, boom! It just happened, like mm-hmm. very short notice had an opening we we needed somebody due to a cancellation maybe i don't know what it was anyways but sean was like yeah let's out. do it yeah and yeah. so it happened and it was what a great episode so much fun to talk to sean um you know another great friendship yeah built from that episode and yeah. that that meeting with him and and you know talking about all the the stuff that we've encountered of his over the months leading up to that with the aussie bushfire gear giveaway and all that stuff um Sean was just a just a gem of a guest and and a great guy. So, uh, thank you very much, Sean from Lollygagger Effects. Yeah. And and this, so this is where Uncle, like our 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 friendship with Uncle and talking to Uncle, uh, Mike and Uncle Amplification kind of led us to talking to Dan Presencer from More Guitars, because uh, he and uh, he and Mike are really good buddies. And after we had Don Mike from Uncle, Dan reached out and was like, I like the show. I like what, you yeah. know, what do we got to do here? And uh, so <laughs> on came Dan Presencer from More Guitars. And that actually, uh, that episode <laughs> turned into a two-parter. It did. Our first ever. And probably, well, I don't think we're going to do two-part episodes very often. But uh, we took so long. On the first one, and it was fun. We had a lot of fun talking about just how Dan got started. Yep. That we didn't actually talk about guitars much. Guitars much. Nope. <laughs> so that's why I was like, well, maybe we should do another one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a few days later, or a four day, five days later, we recorded another one yeah. with Dan when he had some time, and and uh, actually really got into the nitty gritty and what he what he does, and uh, that led to. Um, <laughs> Us spending a lot of money. Yeah, that's what that led to. <laughs> a lot of money that, as we've talked about, some of us maybe aren't earning right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you <laughs> you commissioned a whole freaking guitar. Sure did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love that you you're getting a custom guitar from War. When like it's been like two years of me passionately following him, and like, oh my gosh, I want one. And, and you know what the crazy part is? Beating me to the punch. Okay, listen. Listen here. <laughs> you didn't the, even the, know about him the whole... two months before we did the episode. <laughs> so you know what? We, uh, <laughs> when Dan and I first started talking, it was about a naked Morty. 
that's not the crazy expensive more custom. more custom that I am so for, now for waiting our listeners, on. A Morty is kind of a, a T style yeah. guitar. Dan did this run of of these really Morty's simple ones that are called the Naked series, and it was just like one pickup. You get you pay one price, you get a Morty, one pickup. He'll put it in the position you want. That's it. If you want it finished, you're staining it and oiling it yourself. yourself yeah, you're like very simple, very like trim down. Yeah. you know, kind of trim all the it fat, will all come the fancy, sanded. And it will come set up and tuned up and ready to play, and you could do nothing to it, and it will be awesome. Yeah. But there's no finish work. It's just bare bones. That was the idea that I had and that <laughs> I felt really confident they would fit a budget that I could. Well, it did, because uh, you had gotten a bonus thing or a raise or something yeah. like that at the time, and you were like, I'm going to do a Naked Morty. I These yep. are great price. I can afford a Naked Morty. You know, it's been a long time since Casper treated Casper. I'm doing a Naked Morty. And I was like, yeah, buddy. You well, get you see, some okay, of that. That's listen, great. The yeah, idea started out mm. is a long time ago. I always wanted like a 72 thin line no, telly. And then like That's a, how it started. Two weeks later, shush, you're shush, like, shush, shush. I'm buying a $5,000. <laughs> it started out I wanted, I've always wanted that like 72 thin line telly. The hollow, the semi-hollow telly, that was the Which idea. these things were nothing like. Well, but the Mortys are. So the naked Morty was a solid body. I'm like, well, maybe I can tune that up. And that's where the, that's where the, that's that where the rabbit yeah. hole ran away with me. And it ended up, now I'm getting a freaking offset that, yeah, I'm half done paying for. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not going to get it till This is like May. I'm when I when I was a custom guitar maker, mm. I made one of my buddies like he wanted a cut. He, he was like, I want to get a guitar for me, man. I don't quite know what I want. And I was like, well, I, I, I like this. What do you think about this? And he was like, yeah, I like that. And he was like, what about pickups? And I was like, well, I think these would be cool. What do you think about that? Yeah, let's do that. What should I do for my neck? And I was like, well, I like this carbon fiber next that I've been to look. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I essentially made my buddy. Your dream guitar. My dream, like, hard rock guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and then after, it wasn't long after that, like, life d diverged and I no longer make custom guitars. And I was like, I made my dream guitar for him. Dang it! And I still yeah. haven't made it for myself. And now here we are. You're getting my dream guitar. <laughs> well, and one of my dream makers. I'm getting nothing like that from him. Well, I didn't anticipate... <laughs> That at all. And it was seeing the offset that he made for Mike that really, like, oh, my good God, look at <laughs> yeah. this gorgeous machine. That's what really, like, I no, I, I just wanted it. I know. But it wasn't in the in the budget <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, honestly, dude, the Naked Morty wasn't in the budget either. <laughs> it wasn't. But it was I like, told well. told you, just stop feeling your ki feeding your kids. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so... It just it just ran away. It was like, well, let's go from the naked Morty to the Morty because it's a hollow body, and then it's on its own. It just kind of slowly progressed. So it's like, well, why don't I just do the the dream and get the one that I actually really really want? <laughs> and um, yeah, Dan's been a super yeah. good guy about about how we. I mean, all the things I get to pick and really, get, like, helping me guide me through some of the choices that I have. And it's just been a great experience. He's a super good guy, and we should probably stop talking about He's him. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's an excellent guy. Yeah. No, but it's, I just, there's there's an irony in the fact, like, I got I gotta one of these days just, <laughs> just sell a kidney or something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just get, get a dream instead of, like, 
helping one of my friends get the <laughs> like. <laughs> but I am getting a really skookum set of pickups, pickups yeah. from 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 more guitars from my jazz masters. So it's very cool. Not all is lost. <laughs> so, so yeah, thanks, thanks a Dan. whole bunch, Dan. Um, <laughs> next up, we had uh, we actually got somebody. Uh, what were these awards called? Okay, so <laughs> we had Eric Marrow. Yeah, Eric Marrow. Who on does gear review or not review reviews? His gear demos. Demos, yes, yeah, not reviews. Killer dude, we love yeah. Eric. And uh, in the in the episode over the course of the episode, I made a joke about him being a pedal sherpa. Yep, a southpaw pedal a southpaw sherpa. Southpaw pedal sherpa and needing a getting a, like getting a Dundee award or it something was a Dundee. Like that. That's yeah. right from the office. From the office, and somebody one actually <laughs> had one shipped to him. Eric Marrow Pedal Sherpa 2020. Yeah, so for his birthday, amazing. Him a That's yeah. <laughs> so he's actually got a Dundee Award now. Yep. Yeah, that's great. So <laughs> thanks a ton to Eric, and Eric's been a huge supporter of the show, and 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 really kind yeah. of involved with like helping us be better at what we do. And, and yeah, he's had some good good, good info, input, good tips. Eric's just an awesome guy. We're yeah. gonna have him on more. Um, as a we need, oh, you know, it's been long enough. We should just have him on. I'm just gonna talk to him. We're just gonna have him on, just to have him on. Okay. I want to have Eric on again. We're going to do it. Okay. Let's talk to Eric. Um, hey, Al. <laughs> you know what's funny? Why don't you get in touch with Eric and I'm see gonna, if he'll come I'm on the show again? Yeah, I should get in touch with mm. Should I have Eric on again? Should we get Eric? Yeah, that sounds okay. like an all right, all right idea. Maybe I'll talk to Eric. That's not a bad plan. All right. Let's talk to Eric. <gasps> we should talk to Eric. Yeah, you should You should get a hold of him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what if... What if we talk to Eric? It's a bold move. <laughs> but what if we get Eric on again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, you just we literally just burned dynamite 60 radio. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric actually, so Eric, d- Eric works with. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna punch myself and then you to death. <laughs> Can we do it in that order? Yes, please? <laughs> I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna be a punchy bag of meat, dead person. <laughs> I'll come back and I'll punch you to death. Okay, <laughs> then, then that that's I'm that's impossible. And that's how bad I want it. Is yeah, yeah. I'm gonna overcome impossible to punch you in the face. Um, there's that's the episode name right there. Um, <laughs> Eric does a lot of work with Fuzzlord Effects. Yes, he does. He does uh, not only does he do all of their demos and stuff, but he actually helps like make the pedals yep. and stuff like that. Um, and as a thank you to Eric, uh, oh, I forgot his name, but the owner of Fuzzlord bought Eric. He hunted, Eric's a left-handed guitar player, so buying him any kind of guitar is, like, just that much more of a pain in the keister, because Eric's... Uh, Fundamentally flawed, we, we get it. Yeah, deeply, <laughs> deeply wrong person. <laughs> Plays guitar backwards. <laughs> Whatever, you Neanderthal. Uh, <laughs> now that's the pot yeah, calling the kettle black, isn't I it? Know. <laughs> Captain Slammy guitar player who only knows power chords calling someone. Yeah, I know. It's, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so as a thank you, he bought Eric a left-handed, because he's left-handed, mm. a used Eric custom shop first act guitar. Because for So first act brings up two thoughts in people's minds. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and then for those like really, really in the know, like, oh. Because for years, First Act operated a, a custom shop in Boston. That was how they got started. And then at some point, they licensed their name or something like that uh, to Walmart. 
So you got all these guitars that were just janky. Um, calling them toys might be a compliment yep. at best. At best. Um, now they're owned by some other giant toy company. Anyway, so for, first act guitars are not known for their quality, uh, unfortunately. But there is a there was up until twenty twelve or twenty thirteen or something like that a custom shop, um, that was run by people who used to work for like Gibson's Custom Shop. Maybe I, I don't know the, the think, story here. Uh, yeah, I'm, somebody can correct us. Um, I honestly had the reaction when I saw it on Instagram. I go, uh, no, that's yeah. what I did. <laughs> I, I am not yeah, in the so, know. No, this is like a boutique, really really nice guitar, huh. made by just. It, the tippy top of the best of the best. It looks stellar. Yeah, so he's got like this left-handed white Firebird style. Yeah, it's great. Axe. Oh, killer guitar. And uh, he and I were talking earlier today. Like it was like. Kind You're of, talking to Eric today. I was talking to Eric today. Yeah. Oh wow. We should get Eric on the show. That's not a bad plan. Oh man. What a, oh my gosh, Casper. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we were both talking today, but just like it's kind of interesting that both of us within two days of each other had somebody gift us like. A custom, really high-end like guitar that we could not afford. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, we should get Eric on the show. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, so thanks, Eric. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Norm McDonald on. Man, Norm, Norm is rad. Norm is so rad. Norm, listen, if you want to be on the show, Norm is an incredible example to follow. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless man. <laughs> I am nothing if not bribable. <laughs> Norm sent us two custom made drive pedals with a with a boost a, in it. Uh tube screamer style circuit and a clean boost in one yep. pedal. And they're they're twinsies. And he made them up in our light blue colors and he put our logo on these things. Yeah. And they're one of a kind. They're, he even calls it the, the cultured guitarist drive pedal. So cool. And he liked it enough that he made himself one. So there's only three of these things. In existence. It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Norm is such a cool guy. We had a lot <laughs> of fun chatting with Norm. Yeah. Um, it, it, I can't actually thank Norm enough for, like, that. Yeah. That's, that That's was, like, such a, a, cool, a like, cool sentiment. And uh, just so generous, man. I, I It was awesome. Beyond the fact that it was just cool to get pedal which is well of course but of course a cool experience that every guitar player would love it was just such a like a huge blessing yeah and such a rewarding feeling to have somebody who liked the show do something like that for it us like we've only had two people that gave us something specifically just because they love listening to the show like that and one was a set of teaspoons you're wrong and uh we got all our Nuka Cola button toppers. Oh, too. that's oh my gosh, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, we got, <laughs> so we got the teaspoons. Yep. Um, we got the Normac Culture Guitarist Drive pedals, which is just so cool. And then we had uh, a listener whose name I cannot remember off the top of my head. Instagram was mainly full of it. Mainly full of it. Um, he sent us a little envelope that <laughs> he three D printed pedal toppers. That were Nuka Cola bottle caps from the Fallout video game series, which so is cool. just so awesome because I love that game to pieces. Um, but anyway, Norm, thank you so much, Norm, for coming on the show and being a part of the family. Um, then we had Hank from Rattlesnake Cables. Yeah, he reached out and was like, "Hey, if you're looking for guests ever, I'd like to toss my hat in the ring." And uh, yeah, 
couldn't couldn't have gotten him on fast enough, man. Hank was Hank is awesome. Yep. Super um, cool. And the great story. Like what a what a cool company. Yeah. Really cool. Great episode. Um he sent us some cables uh to check out and, and review. Um which was just such a such a generous thing. So thanks to Hank for for being on. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel bad, but I, we gotta pick this up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna pick it up a little bit. Then the sausages have laser eyes. <laughs> uh, we had Wooly from Champion Lucky on. Wooly is a weird, weird dude who building. is super wonderful. Oh yeah, and building incredible outside the box pedals. Yeah, I'm just, I'm actually totally in love with the, his work. Yeah. If you love British absurdist humor, you need to buy <laughs> some of his pedals because this. That's just wooly yep. through and through. He's a weird dude, and he's hilarious, and his life story is bizarre and hilarious and awesome, and that translates into every aspect of his pedals. They're just, there's nothing else like him. Yep. Uh, and then Aisha Lowe, mm-hmm. Low Sounds, some of Love the of coolest, Earth sounds. some yeah. of the coolest pedals. Yeah. If you ever wanted a fuzz pedal built inside of an old Atari, Atari game controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aisha has the thing for you, and uh, what a nice person! Oh, so great. Yeah, we spent awesome. so we had a, such a great episode, and uh, even got a like twenty minute chat in about dogs. It was pretty, pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty rad. So yeah, thank you, thank you, Aisha. You're awesome. And we had Asher come back on the show. Yep. Um. So you know, we'll just uh, skip past that fast compared to talk about Asher. <laughs> Thanks, Asher. <laughs> um. And then Steve Demidash came back on again. Yep. And this is where like you can really tell we've gotten a lot more comfortable doing the interview thing because the second interview with Steve Demidash is what you've heard from us now. Yeah. Comfortable. It's fun. Steve was comfortable and fun. All three of us were all were not. Yeah. You know, didn't not- have that episode ten awkwardness. <laughs> it was very, yeah. So it was a lot of fun, and Steve bailed me out of a jam because I had screwed up my podcast uh, guest scheduling, which happens sometimes. And I literally just put out a call in a group chat of pedal builders and was like, "Can somebody come on the show, please? I don't have a guest this week." Yeah, <laughs> and it was like we record tomorrow, and Steve, uh, Steve did it. Yep. So thanks so much for bailing me out of that, Steve. And. Then, the Alec. Lord High Genius. <laughs> Alec, the Lord High Genius of pedal building. From Mask Audio Electronics. What a rad dude. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, just building cool stuff. Hilarious guy. Oh, yeah. I love pestering him on uh, on Instagram and stuff because he always has hilarious responses. His, his Instagram is, <laughs> is amazing. It is so much fun. And then his story when he was on the show, yeah. I was literally, <laughs> man, I was a part of that episode. I was almost like wetting my pants laughing yeah. with the pre-show <laughs> and the post-show little story he did. Oh, man. Yeah. He's so great. He's a great, funny guy. Yep. And he sent us one of his uh, pedals yes. to review, the Yes, which is really cool. Just a unique, you know, just, I'll just put it out there. This show does not pay us money. No. We don't make money doing this. In fact, we're quite out of pocket on this show. Um, we have no budget. So when people send us pedals to review, it's just a generous move on their part. Yeah. So awesome. So and we are very appreciative. Yeah. So, Alec, we love you. Ah, ha, ha. Chris Rossi. Mm-hmm. Dusky Amps. Such a fun episode. I want to talk a lot about all the stories he told us about the artwork and stuff of his pedals. Uh, I'm not going to. You need to listen to the episode. Yeah, it's so fun. It's just rad. 
he's the only person I think we will ever talk to who named a pedal because he thought it sounded like the way a food smelled. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. No, it... It, just, it is what it is. Thank you, Chris, for coming on the show. It was a weird story, but... A fantastic episode. Wonderful, yeah. yeah. Super awesome guy. <laughs> and then we had Alex uh, from Robot Graves Industries. Who just finished yeah. putting together this outstanding the guitar. The very first full guitar release yep. from, from Robot Graves Industries, The Ritualist. Oh. Um, so Alex has been doing aluminum necked uh Replacement necks. Replacement necks. And, uh, you know, he provided a bunch of, like, dunable guitars. He's used a bunch of his necks on their guitars and uh, still does uh, on occasion. And he's done a... So that's what he's been, you know, predominantly known for, uh, aluminum guitar and bass necks. And then he's been slowly designing in the background his own... He's done cabs. He's done Mm -hmm. some guitar and bass cabs. And he's been working on this beautiful plexiglass bolt-on slash neck through it's it's hard to explain but you'll you know you'll understand yeah. when you see it uh guitar that he called the ritualist and just finished that first one serial number zero zero one uh and this wow. thing is gorgeous Amazing. gorgeous it's gorgeous it's gorgeous mate. darling <laughs> uh and it's just an epic cool piece of like there's so much engineering and stuff that went into this thing so, so much thought uh what a cool piece of uh of, of equipment and uh, not too badly priced. They're starting at uh, three grand. That's it for a, for a wood one. Oh, and wow. then thirty two hundred for the glass one for the the plexiglass. Yeah, that's and man, the plexiglass and aluminum look is just like pretty killer. Mm, chef kiss. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So thanks so much to Alex for coming on from uh, for Graves Industries, um, and then. Uh, <laughs> Adam Grimm. Man. Satellite Amps. What a story. Uh, <laughs> a man with endless cool stories. Yeah. And uh, we're definitely going to have to get him back on because what a rad dude. Uh, we're going to have to like, talk about what he makes next time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we almost didn't really talk about Amps. We just kind of got to know him. Yeah. Um, such a great guy. Such cool Amps. Um, and just one of those guys that just has met every cool person in the music business you pretty much think of. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just has fun stories about yeah. all of them and and just is a really great, great it was guy. a fun fun episode yeah a lot a lot of fun um and led us to our most recent episode in right. fact did uh, so yeah which uh, we'll get into in a second uh the next couple episodes you know we just we talked about music movies because we were kind of uh Branching well, out, I guess. Yeah, we did nothing but talk to people for a long time, for yeah. like months at this point. And so it was kind of like, all right, we're the cultured guitarist. All we've done is talk to gear makers or done a gear review. Mm. We need to we need to revisit the culture part of our mantra a little bit. So it was the pop culture. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is, and it is yeah, right? No, like, absolutely. As guitarists, we're never just a guitar player. We're Like, it's a part of our identity. It's how we, like, describe ourselves as people. We're guitarists. And so that like pop culture really feeds into that. We watch guitar movies. We, mm. You know, we like guitar art. We, it's just is. Yeah. So we we uh, maybe to our detriment a little bit. Yeah. We, t- <laughs> we talked. I about, do apologize for the length of yeah, that one. <laughs> we talked about every 
music slash guitar based movie we could think of at the time. At the and, time, and it was afterward. I was like, "Oh, we missed this one. And we oh, missed we some missed critical some... ones. Walk yeah. the line. How did we I miss Walk the Line? Don't even talk to me right now. I know. I don't even want to hear about it. I, <laughs> I feel I ridiculous about missing yeah. that. Well, we'll do another one where we talk about less movies all in one episode. We talked about like thirty movies in oh, this one ridiculous. episode. A um, lot of fun, though. Yep. We, it is a lot of fun. And we had uh, Asher back on from Caulfield Cables to help us out with that one. So thanks again, Asher, for coming on the show. To- <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. Um, and then we had, at this point, we'd, we'd had a bunch of gear piling up yep. that we hadn't gotten to review yet. We, we've mentioned that people had sent us, like some of the people we've thanked already had sent us some stuff, but we hadn't actually been able to sit down and review it. Um, and so this, you know, glistening torpedoes, which... Uh, <laughs> If you listen to that episode, God, you'll get that I actually Casper hate this. I hate this. <laughs> Just for everyone's information, uh, this is too much for this me. This is going <laughs> to be the first culture guitarist T-shirt. Is glistening torpedoes? That's the name of Kyle's band. <laughs> Kyle, our drummer Good. from the theme song, that jerk. God, that's his. <laughs> that's his band was... name. Oh, <laughs> make that... T-shirts for the for, for Kyle's the... band. <laughs> the glistening torpedoes. <laughs> oh no yes oh, no. it's done oh, i hate this already i you hate love it so it. much more now i you hate love it. it so much love more. it anyway uh, we did another review episode we, we, we finally got a moment to talk about like the the uncle and the the mask audio yes, yes fuzz and, and some others uh, the chop chop tremolo and stuff just we were feeling bad yep <laughs> so we did that and then uh we just recently had on um, Mitch from Lurch Audio, another mm-hmm. Canadian builder. Very small Canadian builder. Just Building getting some out there. Really cool, really impressive pedals. Yeah, really yep. like his pedals. They're gorgeous looking. Yep. Hand painted. Um, beautiful, beautiful pedals. So check them out if you haven't already. It's uh, it's 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 they're unique pieces. You know. Yep. Each one. Um. And this is where Adam Grimm came into the picture prior. He'd, yeah. he'd uh, so Adam knows everybody. Yeah, that's, that's really <laughs> it. It comes right into it. Adam knows everyone. Yeah. And um, it yeah. came up, and you can please listen to the episode with Adam if you haven't already, because yeah. it's awesome. But it came up that uh, one of the people that sometimes helps out around satellite is Andrew McCaig from uh, the Presidency of the United States of America and a bunch of other stuff. He worked for the Experience Music. Uh, Still does. Yeah. Project. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, is it called Project? Now it's called the Museum of Pop Culture. Right. Right. Um, in Seattle there. he's And now Andrew's living in San Diego? I think so. Yeah. Down in California now. Um, but uh, so, of course, any mention of the Presidency of the United States of America gets my attention because I was a massive fan of that band. I still love them to pieces. And uh, so, and Adam mentioned like, well, like, wait, that guy works with you sometimes. Yeah, can we get him on the show? I'm not a fanboy. I promise not to be weird. <laughs> um, and I am a fanboy, and I made it weird. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we got to have on a bona fide rock star um, for our episode that is literally out. This is the most recent episode. It's out right now. Andrew McCaig. Former President of the United States of America. And we ironically got to record that episode uh, the day they were announcing, they were kind of tabulating and announcing who was likely to win the uh, U.S. presidency, <laughs> which is 
Uh, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. We now know it's Joe Biden. We weren't sure 100% when we were recording uh, it. Are we even 100% sure now? Well, uh, the votes know. are in. The electoral college votes are in. Uh, Trump is in the middle of calling it all false and blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> attempting a low key coup, <laughs> essentially. So, freedom, democracy, something, something. Um, yeah. So, anyway, thanks to Andrew McCaig for, for coming on the show and being a part of the family. Um, and I've had a blast uh, texting Andrew in the last uh, couple of weeks and just, you know, yeah. it's been fun sharing pictures of him and stuff. And um, that's the year. That's our that's journey. It. So far, man. I gotta stop fiddling with this egg shaker. Oh, this yeah. is the wrong You've thing been to have. Farting around with that thing for like I know, it's the an wrong hour thing to have and 47 minutes. Recording. Oh. <laughs> it is an hour and 47 minutes. We're super long again, hey? Yep. Whatever. We're reviewing yeah. an entire year of podcasts. And thank you to everyone. Yes. Most thank you to you. Me. Dear listeners. No, no not, not you. Yeah, I was like, what are you no, talking about? Gross. You were looking at me. Why would I thank you? I don't even know. You don't do anything. I'm not even paying attention to you. <laughs> <laughs> we should get Eric on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's the, the key here is thank you, everyone that's been on the show, everyone that sent us stuff or interacted with us on our social or just listened to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. Our deepest thank yous. No weirdness about it. Yeah. The show would be pointless without you. Um, you've made it what it is. Uh, I, uh, we love getting your messages. Um, <laughs> I got one not too long ago just reminding me like, hey, it's been a while since you reviewed some or talked to a Canadian builder. <laughs> yeah. Talk to a Canadian. Maybe we should do that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got Lurch Audio. Oh, <laughs> But uh, no, we 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 read all the messages, read all the comments. Um, we appreciate all of it. We we're so grateful for you listening to the show, uh, for taking time out of your lives to make us a part of it. Um, so we hope this episode isn't too long for you. But uh, yeah, it's our first year. We did it! Woo! Well, <laughs> here's to another another one. Another year. I was going to say a new one or another one. Yeah, never mind. A newer one. I accidentally did a better accent than Sparkles did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's to another year. Um, and it's a weird time to be celebrating some kind of an anniversary, you know, anniversary thing in mid-November, but yeah, that's when it happened. Yeah. Thanks. It's been glorious. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>